happy flippin' birthday. podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to top three Disney movies. Oh, top three or favorite three? Two different things. Your top three. Again, like top three best or top three my favorite? They're two separate things. Goofy movies one of my favorite, but I know it's not one of their best. Mm, no, but for you, that's your best. That's what I'm talking about. I, this is your opinion. Yeah, every, every, I understand. Every list is opinionated. Under obviously, but I'm saying like there's some that are objectively good, and some that you can know that it's not great, but you still enjoy it. Well, they say that uh, Snow White's their best uh, false Lion King. Well, they say that Snow White was their like their best Disney movie. Okay, I'll say the top three best Disney movies of all time got to be Lion King number one. I'll say Toy Story number two. Even though it was Pixar, now Pixar, yeah, you know. yeah, Pixar Disney. Oh man, that's, uh, I want to go something classic. For number three. Screw it. I'll go. Um, I'll go Aladdin. I'm going to go more opinionated base now. With me, it's going to be a fox and a hound. A fox and a hound. And that's, number that's one. Your number one. Yeah. Number that. two is going to be a surprise. Mulan. Really. And number three. No, I'm sorry. Mulan's my top five. It's not my th- top three. Uh, it would be Up and oh, yeah, yeah. Wally. Yeah, I know you. I know you. Yeah, yeah, you and Wally. Me and Monkey. You know what almost snuck in for number three for me? Moana. Never seen it. Really, Moana never seen. Really never good. seen Moana. Moana was very good. But uh, that that list that 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 intro is brought to you by Love Jessica Crystal, my boy's friend on Twitch. I promised her your boyfriend. No, my well, yeah, lose my boyfriend. And, and what am I? You're my husband. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That is brought to you by Love Crystal, Jessica Crystal on Twitch. Enough of that, though. You're listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples, the number two, two apples. Don't like that SoundCloud. We're not on Twitch yet. We are on that Apple Podcast or that Google Play Music. doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. I am one of your very... Gracious hosts, the very sensual, very toy, Mister Sunglasses at Night himself, ya boy Shades, joined by the recently turned. I knew this was gonna happen. Thirty-year-old. Oh God. The aforementioned husband of ya boy Shades. Happy flipping birthday to our. Birthday boy, our poetarian, our no, not our my <laughs> major English, whatever I need him to be. That's what he is because that's what he does. Happy birthday, Will the Thrill, my best friend, my hetero life mate. Thank you, sir. Your birthday was on Wednesday, Wednesday. but we yeah. don't have a Wednesday podcast yet. You know the sign is still up at my store, so customers keep coming in. Oh, happy birthday. Like, yeah, it was Wednesday. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, it was Wednesday. At least people are saying happy birthday. I know, right? <laughs> and it's so funny when a customer will do it, because then, like, if there's another customer in there already, they will not say it. Mm. So it's a bad awkward. Oh, happy birthday. And the guy that was already helping just 
Okay, have a good day. Give <laughs> <laughs> <Get> my receipt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so now anyway. that I did my intro and your intro. And mine. Mr. Thrill. Yes, sir. We have a doozy of a week. We have quite a bit to talk about. We have we have some uh, non WWE news as we yes. usually go over. For sure. Some WWE news. Mm-hmm. Some Raw. Some <clears throat> Wednesday Night Wars. Some SmackDown. And of course, some predictiones for AEW's first pay per view of the decade revolution. Fin to be a barn burner. But we can't get into any of that unless we ring that bell. So, first and foremost, Ring of Honor has announced dates for War of the Worlds Tour with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't think I am, this is the first time that Ring of Honor and New Japan are working together since the G1 Supercard last April at MSG. So, it's kind of a big deal because they've had a working relationship for years, and then after the Supercard, it seemed like they were both just like, alright, cool, we're done. And now they're doing a four-show tour together again. I don't know if this is a bridge that was melted by Marty Skrull. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is something that they just all got over. I don't know, maybe it's a test run. Like, alright, let's see how these four shows go. Because they're in Buffalo, Toronto, Illinois, and what was the fourth city? Denver. No. Milwaukee. No, it doesn't matter. Albuquerque. No. New Mexico? San Diego. <laughs> Which is driven for Wales vagina. <laughs> so anyway, so it's, a, it's a short four-show tour. But it, again, it could, maybe this is a, a test run for New Japan to see if they're willing to work with Ring of Honor again because a lot of the rumor is that they were very unhappy with Ring of Honor side of the show. Uh, them doing the whole Enzo and Cast thing that they didn't yeah. tell them about. So maybe this is them saying, okay, we'll give you another shot and see how this works. I don't know. Now, in less fortunate news? More fortunate? I don't know. No, we got to stop joking about this. (laughs) All right, all right, right, I'm sorry. So just as quickly as New Japan announced their brackets for the New Japan Cup, which the brackets were... What a barn burner. Oh, Oh, man. The the A side, the B side. I mean, some of the quadrants were a little, like one side where there was one guy who was clearly going to win the whole thing. But, God, I was going to enjoy watching this. Yeah. But just as quickly as they announced the New Japan Cup, they canceled a buttload of dates that had matches for the New Japan Cup, all because of the coronavirus. Yeah, the coronavirus is... is it's starting to spread in Japan pretty fervently. The same way it did in China. Uh, Italy's being ravaged by the coronavirus right now. Really? Yeah, there are there's actually uh, 79, 79 confirmed uh, people who traveled from mainland China in Long Island being quarantined in their houses. Get out of here. Yep. And it's, they said it's a small number. I said, 89, 79 people ain't a small number, buddy. I mean, relatively speaking, it's a small number to the rest of the populace, but... It, it only takes one person to well, spread it. Right, right. But when you have something that can be a pandemic, it's just... It's so crazy, because like, when it first hit, we were all kind of jokey about it, but... This I mean, is a I, big I, deal. I'm still kind of like, 
suffering from being sick, you know, in late December, early January. And we joked about, hell, maybe I have the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, people are actually... I mean, from what I've read, I haven't really done much research on the coronavirus, but I know it doesn't affect young people, like kids, mm-hmm. and young people. I think it's more of like uh, an older type of... Mm. Like, so, I'm not to make light of this, but you may be susceptible to the coronavirus because you're old now. You're six <laughs> months younger than me, you jerk. <laughs> I hate you endlessly. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I mean it's it's going it's 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 going crazy. I mean, I have my my coworker is going to be traveling to um, England next month, and she's her husband's going nuts. He's like, "What do I do? You know, all this other stuff. Like, what if we get sick? And it, it, we See, don't want to do this. I hate the idea of living like that. Like, that's one of the reasons why I haven't done research about this, and I'm not taking it too seriously because if I start to. Like, I, I can't handle it. I won't leave my house. Exactly. Like, yeah. I can't, man. Like, no, nah, man. Just, I, don't I don't know. Listen, wash your hands after everything. Cover your mouth. Carry hand sanitizer. If you're feeling ill, stay, stay home. home. You cough, cover your mouth. Like, th- these are things we learn in grade school, man. Hey, you'd be surprised how many times I'm on the bus and train. People are just... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm constantly coughing. No, not even covering it. I sneezed today, driving... Sprayed against the window and it kind of back hit me. But at least it's you in your car by yourself. I'm talking about a bus full of like seventy people. Yeah, but I'm I'm or a train. I'm almost a hundred percent sure if I was on a bus or a train, I would have never covered my mouth. I would have spray sneezed everywhere. Ugh. Because I'm a filthy being. I do. If I'm at low at work, like early in the morning, I don't. I don't cover. I just, like you can see the spray mist. Yeah. And then I was like, oh look, there's like Triple H. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's gonna wrap up the non WWE news. Let's uh, move over to what's going on in WWE. So, a, a lot has happened in the WWE in w- literally one day. Well, let's go over the, the everything else before well, we... Well, I wanted to say before I rant for about a half hour, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Japanese stars. Japanese wrestler uh, Sari is joining... Newly signed to the WWE, will be moving to the United States in March. Uh, this is actually a little concerning because Japan is having their mm. outbreak of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm sure she's going to be tested before. Oh no, absolutely. You know anything? But uh, you know, they're going to run her through the like the all kinds of tests. I think in the scrub and car wash kind of thing. Yeah. So she's she's signed with WWE now. Now my question is, since NXT is no longer their quote unquote developmental, mm-hmm. it's their third brand. Mm-hmm. Does she go to NXT? Does she go to Raw? Does she go to SmackDown? So I'm thinking she's gonna spend some time at the PC, of course, and then she'll probably go to NXT because they still they put on the developmental match to just throw in like at the top of the nine o'clock hour. Mm. So they tend to do. It's like. You have your third brand opening, your third brand closing, and then like the eight forty five and nine a.m. nine oh. p.m. matches are usually. Well, that's something that matches. you will, uh, probably called you called this mm-hmm. maybe two As months before day. they were even yep. uh, live. You're like, give that nine o'clock hour to the developmentals. Give mm-hmm. them some time to uh, get acclimated to being on TV. I mean, this week that's when we got like Bronson Reed versus Killian Dane. These aren't like, you know, guys who are going to go to the main roster next week. 
So you give them some time in the middle of the show to do some developmental work, figure out their character, figure out their in-ring work, figure out what they're going to do. Although, you know, Killian Dane, I think, just give them, like, a little bit of a tweak and, and let them work. I think he could be made roster ready. Because Killian Dane is I mean, fantastic. He, so Killian Dane has been in main programs for NXT. Mm-hmm. He's been in... Nothing. He's been on TV at least once <laughs> yeah. on the main roster right. with Sanity. Well, then he gets dropped back to NXT, NXT where he puts on a like a just great match with Balor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, because Killian Dane can he, go. He can go. He's a big guy, but he can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is there's nothing for him to do right now. You know, this may not be relevant at all, but I was thinking about this last week. It's so fascinating to me that ever since I started watching wrestling again in, like, 2016, right? When I, like, dove deep into the indie scene. Yeah. So many of, like, the Sorry stand-up... Sorry by the way. No, that's fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so many of those indie stars that were, like... Either I'd come to, yo, Jay, have you seen this guy? Mm-hmm. Hey, have you seen this dude? Have you seen this girl? So many of those superstars now are either in WWE or in AEW. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, A, because, like... It's kind of cool to see them that I had seen them beforehand. Say, like, oh, I saw them like you know when they were in grade school, and now they're graduated and right, right, college professors. Exactly. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's kind of scary because if you look at the indie scene right now, it's kind of lacking big names. I think maybe, I mean, Austin Theory left Evolve, and now he's with NXT. Uh, and even and Austin Theory isn't a big like he wasn't crushing it the way. That say, Leo Rush and Keith Lee, you know, like those guys were PWG killers when I was watching. Is PWG bigger than Evolve? I think so. If nothing else, because of Bola. Okay. Battle for LA. Plus, yeah, you don't. We, I know. We all know what Bola is. Not everyone does. Not everyone's an indie nerd like I am. Yeah. But yeah. there's so many of these guys who were like just. I was like, hey, did you ever hear of this guy named Ricochet? And you were like, yeah, guy. <laughs> you ever see Will Ospreay? Yeah, guy. Like, so many of these, like, superstars, these talents, these... I, I mean, you, you put me on to... <clears throat> excuse me. You put me on to Keith Lee, mm-hmm. and it took me a while to buy into Keith Lee's oh, thing. Man. I was like, limit, limit, ah, who cares? He's got so much charisma and so much athleticism with his size. It's insane. I was like, I don't care. I, I, I don't find him entertaining. <laughs> like, and then I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll do something here. I saw him do a pounce once in a PWG match. And I was like, oh, I want to be this man. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. I, I, you weren't watching it, and he wasn't wrestling anymore. Monty Brown, when he was in TNA, his mm-hmm. pounce was yeah. was a thing of beauty. It's so funny. I remember He's also we, a linebacker, I think, so it made sense. I remember when I first started like watching again, and you would get upset at WWE wrestlers' names being what they are versus what they used to be on the indie scene. Yeah. Like, um, who was it? There was someone specific that like I'd call them by the WWE name because that's all I knew, and you'd be like, no, that's so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And like I catch myself wanting to do that now. Like... Alistair Black, I refused to call him Alistair Black for like six months. I was like, no, yeah, it's Tommy End. Yeah, you hated Alistair Black. I hated it. I hated it. I was like, no, it's Tommy End. No, I'm over it. Alistair Black's actually a better name than Tommy End, in my opinion. I agree. I mean, now I got over it. I 100% agree that. Tommy End? Yeah. I don't know. 
<laughs> I agree. No, Alistair Black. I just, I was like, it's too on the nose. But it's... it's what does that mean? <laughs> You've said that before. And I'm sure you said it on air. And I never said that, like, it's too on the nose. Like, what does that mean? Because his character's all dark and brooding. So his name is so, Alistair Black. Like, oh, come on. Like, it's very... And Alistair is a very, like, gothic name. I was is like, it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Never heard of the name Alistair before that. Really? Yeah. Oh, Alistair's a very, like, classic gothic name. Yeah? Yeah. So, to me, I was like, dude, this is, like, so on the nose. It's like having a hockey wrestler named the Goon. And so, I wasn't about it, but it... It's not so on the nose, but it's it's appropriate. And sometimes it's no pleasing you. It's your fault. I'm it, I, I, when it, it comes is. to wrestling, it's it your is. fault it that is. I am this way. It is. It is. Because... Because you were the same way. I am. It, you know, when you watch something for basically 30 years of your life, and you realize that, man, you're not watching wrestling anymore, you're, not, you're, you're now watching sports entertainment, which is... Uh, very loosely used sports and <laughs> more heavy on the entertainment where you have something like an adultery uh, divorce storyline come along every five years, six years, something like that where somebody it's gets cheated on uh, or... Uh, Dude, we had um, Mandy Rose trying to get Jimmy to cheat on Naomi last year. And now we got the Lana Rusev Lashley storyline. Before it's like that, once a year. Before that, you had Eve and John Cena and Zack Ryder getting his heart broken, and uh, for, at least once a year, once every two years, WWE likes to recycle the whole uh, adultery cheating on angle. It's like we understand that wrestling is the man's soap opera, you know. What is it? Uh, some of the memes, hillbilly soap operas. What is uh, in the meme? I didn't see that. No, no. So you know that the the meme with the guy at the table that changed my mind. Yeah, it was like rest, professional wrestling is just uh, redneck soap opera. Oh, redneck soap <laughs> opera. Okay. So yeah, I mean, like wrestling, professional wrestling is a soap opera for us. Yeah. But but WWE takes it like to a whole new level. Instead of like, was it? Uh, uh, General Hospitals. That's that's a like okay, long running sure, sure. show. There's something to the, uh, like, passion where they have to be over the top with right, it. Right, right. Now, if you don't know soap operas, then I'm speaking Chinese to you, basically. In the Days of Our Lives kind of thing? Days of Our Lives wasn't that bad, though. Like, my grandmother watched it. I watched it with her. I, I'm more novellas. I know more novellas than I know soaps. Well, my, I think my grandmother now watches, like, novellas. She doesn't watch... Well, novellas is soap operas, but she watched this the English the, yeah, ones yeah, yeah. more than uh, the Spanish ones, and then... I grew up and stopped going to my grandma's house. <laughs> <laughs> and my mother's were thing until I moved out. But, I mean, WWE's, like, their, their booking and their storylines. It's, it's, it's yeah, but that's the problem, is that WWE is too soap opera when it doesn't have to be. Like, I don't think AEW is soap opera. No, but I mean... I don't think Impact is soap opera. Mm, okay, so... Currently. AEW's, like, they do have... Like bounce where they're drama, kind of like but goofy. it's not soap opera because soap is over the top. Soaps are just like AEW to close out the show wasn't over the top. No one, you're gonna that was Sylvester Stallone in over the top. No, stop. 
You you can't compare an AEW weigh in to WWE having a a wedding in the middle of the ring. No, what I'm saying is, every company is prone to their over the topness. Yeah, but at least AEW's was done for the sake of sport. But it, we'll get to that. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. Uh, okay. Let's move yeah, on with the news because if not, I, we're gonna rant about this for a long time. Before we move on, do we want to cover Thursday chronologically, or do you want to? No, cover no, it no. Now? We're just covering. Uh, okay, okay, okay. We're covering okay. it now in the news okay. and being done with it. Because again, <laughs> we may be. This may be a timer. <laughs> I may have only like thirty minutes per note, and then should move I just on. turn my stopwatch? <laughs> It's like Bizzle with NXT and 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, remember NXT and 2? Yeah. That was cute. Yeah, imagine having to do NXT and 2 now. No. It's rough. No, especially like this week's episode. Or last week's. I'd, oh, my God. I'd probably do NXT in two seconds. <laughs> Stop watching it. <laughs> it was trash. Done. All right, cool. So, as... Uh, we proceed. Sorry. You all know... <laughs> WWE had their obligatory Saudi Arabia show. Super showdown. Uh, I don't believe, I don't remember if it was in Jeddah or not. Riyadh, I think? Riyadh. That's it. They're, we're not going to go through their whole uh, card. There's no need. We're going to go through the important bits. The Miss and Morrison defeat the New Day to become the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. They're, they're, they're billing this as 10 years or something in the making and uh, how it's about time and they, 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 they're, 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 the friends are back. And it's like, okay, fine. People have been saying that the New Day being Tag Team Champions has kind of grown stale, so let's switch to championships. Not crazy about it, but to be honest, uh, we'll get more into the tag team aspect when we reach the SmackDown. Second bit of news. Again, we're not going in chronological order. Bailey defeating Naomi to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. Fine. I mean, I think she's going to be dropping this at... WrestleMania. People are saying it's going to be Sasha Banks. Other people are saying that uh, Sasha Banks is going to be fighting. Uh, what's her What's her name from NXT? The Bianca Belair. I couldn't. I was like the girl with the ponytail, the long braid. Uh, I don't see how they would do Sasha versus Bianca in such a short amount of time. Bailey versus Sasha sort of makes sense, but they're both heels right now. Uh, the only thing that makes sense to me would be a fatal four-way or a triple threat with, again, Naomi, uh, either Carmella, Lacey Evans, and Bailey. Well, the well, Sasha coming back this week and what happened on SmackDown kind of set up, I think, what we might be going towards for WrestleMania. Well, I didn't get to see SmackDown. <clears throat> I know. That's what I'm, I'm telling you now. Oh, so we'll get to that. Well, we get, okay. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I you were just gonna I'm not trying to leave you hanging in the dust, but yeah, well, we're going to get there. Well, you're chiming in. Oh, All right, now. my bad. I'm in the middle of monologuing right now. Excuse me. 
Now let's get to the real meat and potatoes of Super Showdown. <laughs> the rotten meat and potatoes. Let's start off with something that I don't really need to rant long about. Brock Lesnar basically ragdolling Ricochet squashes him in like a minute and 40 seconds. Ridiculous. What was the point of that? We know that Brock can actually go. We know that when Brock cares with a smaller opponent, i.e. a Finn Balor, a AJ Styles, a Daniel Bryan, he can put on a good match. Why have Ricochet... By the way... Since when does Ricochet wear trunks? He's worn trunks his entire career, except when he got back to WWE, he started wearing pants again. No, he wore tights when he was Prince Puma. He wore tights pretty much... He he alternated between tights and trunks in New Japan. Really? Because I only saw him wear trunks and... I mean, tights in New Japan. Maybe earlier in his career he wore trunks. Yeah, I mean, listen. I actually like the, the trunks thing. I, haven't seen, I feel like I haven't seen him wear trunks in forever. Yeah, I actually like the trunks thing. Um, for me, hey, alternate back and forth. Wear trunks sometimes, wear some tights. Who cares? Mm. You have Ricochet. Can Ricochet be the WWE champion going into uh, WrestleMania? We know it's going to be a no. <laughs> That's going to be a hard no. But we don't need Ricochet being basically dismantled in a New York minute. Like it's 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 sad. Yeah. What does Brock gain from this? Nothing. Except a payday. Nothing. What does Ricochet ex- get from this? Except a payday. Absolutely nothing. They get nothing. There's not. There's no progression here. All this is is Brock beating up the guy who helped get him eliminated in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're what you're doing is you're just you're closing one chapter to to close this book. You're writing a wrong, quote unquote. Moving on to the Saudi Arabia's Foo Foo Trophy tournament. <laughs> you have AJ Styles. Basically, the last guy, Rey Mysterio or uh, uh, Andrade was hurt. I don't, I don't know who got replaced, mm-hmm. but they were replaced by the Undertaker. Now, I I pause here because the rumors are true. Are they? AJ's going to want some retribution after eating literally one choke slam. So then what were they setting up on Raw? By far... Hold on. We'll okay. get there. Okay. By far the ugliest looking choke slam I've seen in many moons. Okay. AJ's selling like he usually like the does. Like that he is. And Undertaker not even having the, the decency or the wherewithal to take off your, your, your entrance gear... And deliver a move. Pins AJ, one, two, three, coat, hat still on, that's it. Now... And the tombstone pin, too. Yeah. That... 
you, you do your, I, I call it the dead man pin. You do your okay. dead man pin after the tombstone, never after your choke slam. Right, exactly. Also, when was the last time you beat somebody with a choke slam? That was going to see, that's what I was going to say. When was the last time Taker legitimately got a pinfall win from a choke slam? I, I can't, can't remember. remember. Tombstone, last ride. Tombstone, last ride. Hell's, Hell's Gates. Gates. Yeah. Is it AJ's like, hey, do you think you can pick me up? And Mark's like, nah, I can't. <laughs> so AJ's like, yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not doing me like you did Goldberg. Like, just choke slam me. Which is funny because choke slams are, in terms of pain, worse to take. If, unless you land, unless you land on your head on the tombstone. If you land on your head, it, I mean, yeah. But done safely, even a choke slam done safely, hurts more than, you know, a tombstone done safely. Yeah, because I mean, ultimately, what you're doing is you're having your blood rush to your head in the tombstone. Uh, Taker lands on his knees. One, two, three. That's it. Yeah, you don't feel anything. Choke slam, if done properly, it's you're being slammed. Back. Yeah, with a massive splat on your back. Like, hey, you want to, you know how to take a back bump, right? Okay, let's take the ultimate back bump. So, Undertaker and AJ Styles, the rumors are true, at least for the foreseeable future. We're getting Taker versus Styles at Mania, which doesn't make a lick of sense. By the way, uh, I haven't even finished the news yet, but they were they like there was a, a dirt sheet. It revealed some um, some a, a potential match card for WrestleMania, and it is not entertaining. But it's all um, oh, it's actually changed a little bit. I mean, for the most part, you could see it though. Whatever. Uh, we're, we're moving from that. Now we get to how they closed out the show. Bill Goldberg taking on The Fiend for the Universal Championship. And what you mentioned before, what was it? Uh, how long was the match? Two minutes, something like that? It was less than three minutes. Two minutes, 40 yeah. seconds? Something like that. Around that effect, right? You got a spear. Right off the rip. Bray Wyatt kicks out. Puts Bill Goldberg in the mandible claw. Goldberg, excuse me, fights out of it. Picks him up in the ugliest, uh, if you can call that picking him up. <laughs> in the ugliest looking jackhammer I've seen in all my years. And then the ref counts. Three minutes exact. Oh, wow. Three minutes exactly. Ref counting one. I'm like, no. Two. Can't happen. Three. Bill Goldberg squashes the fiend. Brock beat Ricochet in a minute 30? Minute 30, yeah. Oh, God. Brock and Bill Goldberg... Wrestled for a combined four, four minutes, minutes and thirty seconds, and probably got 
millions to do it. Wow. Bill Goldberg defeats the Fiend, who, mind you, had to take about ten curb stomps, bunch of moves. He had uh, steel steps bash his face in. He had uh, Seth Rollins do everything imaginable to basically kill the man. No sold all of that. To lose in three minutes to Bill Goldberg. Why? You spend this entire time building the fiend. To lose clean to Bill Oldberg. So two things. A, Vince does not know how to let go of the Attitude Era. And B, ever since the Attitude Era, Vince and the WWE have done a piss poor job of creating superstars, developing talent, and making figures that are worth caring about. And so now, when you get to WrestleMania, and you're struggling to sell tickets, you have to resort to the well that's going to bring in the seats. And who is that? The last crop of guys that you told the world mattered. We had Hogan, who they they treated like, you know, he was important. Hulk Hogan mattered. Ric Flair mattered. You know? Then we had, like, um, the, the Bret Hart's of the world. Shawn Michaels. These guys mattered. WWE made the men event stars, made them matter. Attitude Era. Stone Cold. The Undertaker. Mankind. The Rock. These guys mattered. Other than Cena, since the Attitude Era, who has WWE shown that they think actually matters. Randy Orton. That's the only other person. Randy Orton. In 20 years, when Randy's retired, does just his appearance alone put butt in the seats? Yes. You think so? Absolutely. Because Edge isn't doing it. And people love Edge. Wrestling fans love Edge. For what he... Oh my god, he accomplished so much. He did so many cool things. Edge, 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 Edge. He is not doing anything for ticket sales. He is not putting butts in seats. He is not moving the needle. He's not bringing in ratings. He's not doing anything. Well, he's only been on TV one, twice. And he didn't do well. His segments did not do well. Hmm. Why? Because even when he was their top guy, did WWE make him feel like a top guy? Because I don't think they did. Because I never believed that he was a top guy. And I was watching him as, you know, part of the brood. If anyone was there for the journey, I was there for the journey. And because of the way they treated him, because of the way that they spoke of him, I never thought he mattered. Post-Invasion Edge was given a slight push then he had the heel turn 
And the heel turn saved his career, in my opinion. I mean, he was always a heel. He was. I don't. He should never have been a face. Edge is Edge is a heel. But if you ask, there's like, a different level of being a heel. Like yeah, like the rated R superstar. Superstar changed his career. Yeah, he went from being like not even that. It was the Lita Matt Hardy storyline changed his career. Put him like made him the villain, made him somebody that you can actually hate. But even even so. Do the, does the layman know who he is? No. Exactly. The layman knows Hogan. They know Flair. They know Rock. They know Stone Cold. They know Taker. They know Cena. And I honestly think they only know Randy Orton because of the RKO memes. Yeah. But but he's there nonetheless. Um, what did we discuss? It was like it, this whole generation is it, if they get their news from memes. Right. Yeah. And, and it's a shame because it's not for lack of talent. Today's wrestlers are arguably 12 times more talented than any of the past uh, wrestlers that have come through the doors. In terms of work rate, these guys are killers. Mm -hmm. But because of how they're booked and portrayed and treated, no one cares. So when it comes to WrestleMania, and you can't sell tickets, you go to the last people who cared. My question is... And this is me not defending WWE in any way. No, 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 I, 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 I fully understand what you're saying. My thing is, you're going to the well once more, right? That well is all dried up now. There's no water there. And the decision to have Goldberg squash The Fiend has been met with outrage. Yeah. By the wrestling fans. By the internet wrestling community. By the diehards. By the marks. When Goldberg was on... What was it last week? They popped so hard for him on SmackDown. The casual fan who's going to the shows, who's buying the merch, they're sitting there chanting Oldberg. You can't you can't be a casual fan and 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 act and like and like Goldberg. You have to be an old school fan. That's not casual. No, because they remember Goldberg from the Attitude Era. So if you remember Goldberg from the Attitude Era, what are you doing watching wrestling now? Well, if that's why w- if no one makes sense to you. Like, none of these people... I don't know who this person... I, I don't know who... Uh, uh, damn it, give me somebody. Uh, Dash Wilder is. Okay. I don't know who uh, 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 Angel Garza is. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching any of this, but I'm going to buy... A hundred and fifty dollar ticket, a seventy five dollar ticket, to maybe get somebody that I used to watch twenty years ago. Well, that's why they announced them weeks ahead of time. How long have we known that Cena was going to be on TV today, and he was on for ten minutes? They announced Goldberg. Goldberg's going to be on SmackDown in two weeks. Let people know and go ahead and buy those tickets. That's if, why if they're demos watch, every week. Wrestling, if you haven't watched wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. 15 years. Okay. And you're skimming through, and you, you're, you're watching Fox 5, and there's an advertisement for Bill Goldberg. Mm-hmm. You're going to say, oh, I got to go to that? Knowing that you haven't seen the product in 15 years? No. I mean, I'm also... Me and Goldberg are the wrong But I'm just pair. saying... But no, I get it, your point. I get your point. Any interchangeable attitude era. But... Okay, but I'll say this. If I wasn't watching wrestling for 10, 15 years, whatever the case is, 
and I'm flipping through the channel, and I see The Rock is going to be at Raw or SmackDown at the Barclays Center, and I can get it for 20 bucks and I'm not doing anything, I'd go. Because of how much I loved The Rock back then. So you'll how pay, much I you'll loved pay Stone Cold. $20. Yeah, why not? To potentially see... I can see that happening. This guy for five minutes. Ten minutes max. I'm saying I can see that happening. I can see that being a train of thought for a lot of people. Let's oh, use let's my, use AEW for instance. Okay. Perfect example. Okay. You're skimming through TNT. You think basketball's on because it's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You put on AEW around, uh, let's say, 9.30. Mm-hmm. You see that Chris Jericho's in the back. Mm-hmm. What is this? Like, why is wrestling on TNT? Mm-hmm. So you stay for a little while. Mm-hmm. What's this AEW thing? Oh, I remember that voice. That's Jim Ross. Mm-hmm. Jim Ross, Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. These are nostalgia factors coming back. Mm-hmm. Tony Schiavone, another nostalgia. Taz, another nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. What is this? Uh, AEW Dynamite on TNT. Oh, uh, let me Google what AEW Dynamite is. Right. I see their champion is Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. I remember Chris Jericho from the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit and watch this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit and watch this from the comfort of my home. Mm-hmm. I am not going to buy a ticket to see Chris Jericho in the Roseland Ballroom when they come to New York. Right. Because I haven't watched in 15 years. So, my response... I, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. And it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. However, I happen to know specific people. I'm not going to name them by names on the show. But I can 100% remember someone like specifically saying, Oh my God, you know who I saw was on TV the other day? Insert, like, Dudley Boys or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're kind of back. Oh my God, I want to go to one of the shows. Like, legitimate conversation that took place was... Oh my god, you know who I saw? Insert old Attitude Era wrestler. I want to go. I guess you know what? You're, I mean, I don't know. You're not, you know, you may actually be right. Because I don't know if my uncle follows wrestling as religiously as I do. Mm-hmm. But when Impact was coming around and he saw that Zabu and RVD was going to be there. You guys went to the show. He bought his tickets for the show. So you know what? You're That's abs- what I'm You know what? I, it, it just finally clicked when you start, started mentioning mm-hmm. people. I was like, you know what? He's actually right, because my uncle did it. He bought his tickets to... He knew nobody else there mm-hmm. except RVD and Sabu. Mm-hmm. And he marked out, because he loved Sabu. And Sabu was in the ring for maybe five minutes. And that's what happens. People who were like in it during the Attitude Era... Yeah. And then dipped when they... It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a drug. You go, oh my god, I remember that person. I remember how awesome I was. I remember how much I loved that. I want to go do and see that again. Yeah. It's just... It's a, it's a weird, instantaneous need to to relive that for whatever reason mm-hmm. and that's how you get a stadium full of people chanting Goldberg the problem is they're all they're, they're having the backlash from the uh, IWC mm-hmm. people are canceling their subscriptions yeah people aren't buying tickets to see Roman Reigns versus Goldberg I can't wait till we get to Smackdown People aren't buying tickets to see uh, Goldberg versus anybody. I'm sorry. He wasn't a good wrestler in the 90s. No, he was not. He wasn't a good wrestler in the 2000s. William Regal showed them that. He's not a good wrestler. He had a good gimmick. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. 
So for me, I was. I never, I never got on board with the whole Goldberg thing. I liked Goldberg. I was never into it. I I liked Goldberg until they started like, with the foo foo numbers. Oh, so inflating the records. Like Where like he's like, oh, he's eighty nine and zero on 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 um, on Monday Nitro, and then the next week he's one hundred and thirty. You mean to tell me the man had forty matches in seven <laughs> days? Seven days, yeah. Stop. Stop it. Yeah. I don't know. I never. I was never. Never did it for me. Never. So Goldberg squashes the fiend. Yeah. Undertaker essentially squashes AJ Styles. Brock and Brock squashes, squashes Ricochet. Yeah. Three three stars you've been building. Uh, two. AJ's been built. AJ's a seasoned vet. It's not the same as Ricochet or Bray. Yes, but. Also, <clears throat> like AJ's not, AJ's not a WWE guy. You know, he's a TNA guy. He's yeah. not. Yes, but AJ's not hurt from this. This doesn't do anything to AJ Styles. Uh, I don't know. I think it does hurt his stock. How How do you hurt the stock of a guy who's accomplished everything there is to accomplish in professional wrestling, who's a two-time WWE champion, who's a WWE champion for over a year? You have him lose to a 53-year-old man. It doesn't hurt him. It doesn't hurt him. It doesn't. You can't hurt AJ Styles at this point. At this point in his career, even if you put him in a in a nothing feud and it ends his career, a la Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin, at the end of the day, you're still going to look at AJ Styles as a legend. It's not going to hurt him anything at all. AJ's cemented. Kurt Angle got retired by Baron Corbin, but if we're not talking about Baron Corbin, I just happen to go, yo, Kurt Angle automatically be like one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, if Ricochet retires tomorrow, we're not going to have that same thought. No. If Bray Wyatt well, retires tomorrow, we're Ricochet not going to have that same like, thought. Ricochet will be spoken about in terms of like, man, that guy was athletic. That guy was incredibly athletic. And it'll only be a select few people who are going to say things like that. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Ricochet's hurt by this. Bray's hurt by this. AJ's fucked. Bray is always hurt by Bray's Bray's Bray, always hurt. Period. Bray does him a good job in building himself up, just to Vince to say, "Hey, you're gonna lose." He should have never been anywhere near the title picture. I said this months ago. He has his character does not make sense as a champion. And then when you get to WrestleMania time, you can't sell WrestleMania on Bray Wyatt on his back. You can't. I mean, they didn't do a good job at it. Uh, of it last time Bray Wyatt is not a a guy who's going to sell you the biggest show of the year especially when your main focus of Wrestlemania is the crossover effect Wrestlemania is not their biggest wrestling show of the year it's their biggest show of the year if if Mania doesn't end with with Drew McIntyre holding the belt fireworks going off oh as the main event Closing the show? It will end in booze with Roman Reigns. I'm telling you that right now. If if McIntyre doesn't close the show winning the belt, it will end in booze if Roman Reigns does. It's so funny. I was listening to Wrestling Observer Radio. They were talking about the same exact thing. And they are talking about the only way to salvage Roman being booed at the SM WrestleMania. And the way to do it is to make him the opposite of anybody but Roman. So let's say starting today, which they didn't do, 
But let's say they're starting today. They started a program with Goldberg and Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants Baron Corbin in that spot. No one wants Baron Corbin to win. Yeah. And then you get Roman to last minute swamp it out, and he's the one who wins. That's how you avoid Roman getting booed. Because now he's the savior of whoever else it was that the fans really didn't want. Mm. But so they didn't ba- go that route. basically have a scapegoat. Yes. Have, yeah, have a scapegoat just for the sake of getting Roman over for that one night. But they didn't do that. Instead, once we talk about SmackDown, I'll discuss how stupid they did this. So let's let's move on to that. Let's let's move on to our week in wrestling. We jumped ahead to Thursday, but our wrestling week starts on Monday Night Raw. Yes, sir. Now, Monday Night Raw, we're not going to go through the whole thing. As we usually do. We're going to talk about the things that interests us. Mm-hmm. For me, my biggest concern is how WWE has not made a Randy Orton <laughs> I'm Sorry shirt. You've been going on about this all week. I would. Th- this would be the only WWE merch I buy. <clears throat> is a, a I'm Sorry shirt. Because <laughs> when my monkey's mad at me, I can just wear the I'm Sorry shirt. And his point is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't like that Kevin Owens answered Randy Orton's like like he he came out he confronted him yeah he, he had a confrontation with him I I grew up idolizing Edge and uh, uh, yeah, when he came yeah, back yeah. I wanted to have my match with him I was like oh you shit. took away my opportunity to have a match with him and I was like shut up it's like this isn't cool this is not a good promo. Like, if you're trying to relive, like, a Stone Cold character, Stone Cold would never have said this. Yeah, oh, man, I love uh, Lutez. Yeah, exactly. He would have never... Lutez came back, and you switch and music him, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a stunner, because that's the bottom line. Like, that's that's not something that you do. They they don't... They really don't know how to book babyfaces. No, they they don't. don't. I'm sorry, let me correct that. They don't know how to write for babyfaces. The promos for all their faces have been... I said this last week so bad they're so corny and campy and like I feel like a 5th grader is writing this stuff you hurt the guy that I like so now I'm gonna hit you I'm like what 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 is this I mean, what now, is this since, since we're on the, uh, the, the the path of bad baby face promos <laughs> week 2 of Drew McIntyre looking like a fart I was just like, man, this is pathetic. He's so bad. He's going down memory lane of how he was in 3MB Ugh. and he 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 spit the bid and he was the chosen one by Vince and he was let go and then he left for four years or five years or something like that. Whatever three years. He was with the company for seven and he came back, revitalized and like now he knows what he wants and. That being the WWE champion is his destiny. Destiny. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't need a a, a destiny story. Man, you're good. You're, You're good at what you do. Be the big brooding guy. Be a tough guy. That's it. Just be a giant walking badass. Stop with your 3-2-1 Claymore. 
When did that start? When he went face. When he went face. I think Rumble was actually the first time he started doing that. It's so funny because, like, WWE is notorious for acting like things never happened. From one week to another. Viking, and yet, Viking experience, mm. Viking Raiders. And now we have to relive 3MB? Why would you do that? That doesn't help to build Drew McIntyre. He slayed his like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I prime example. When Jinder... Don't hinder the Jinder. When Jinder had his six month, you know, trek at the top, they didn't mention 3MB at all. Mm. Why? Because it's detrimental. It hurts. If you're trying to sell this guy as a serious top guy... You don't show video footage of him in leather pants doing an air guitar. It just it, no, it's not gonna work. I can't take him seriously. The guy's gonna beat Brock Lesnar when I remember that he was like this is, six yeah. foot eight, one hundred and seventeen pounds, yeah, this, wearing leather pants doing an air guitar. This isn't the modern day Maharaja. This is the modern day Maharashtra. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> that was rough. That was. Oh man! As as every week, it's gotta be that was tougher than a two dollar steak from Jim Ross. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. You have Drew McIntyre, who got himself over on the indie scene, who showed you what to do with him in NXT, and you're just like, no, let's make him smiley, let's make him corny, let's give him a destiny storyline. Let's relive the fact that he was a joke for a, I don't know, however many years that was. Let him pander to the crowd. Poor Heath Slater. Imagine being Heath Slater and realizing Ginger was the champion for six months. I mean, let's... Hold, 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 hold on, Ginger was the champ for six months. Top champion of the company. Drew McIntyre has been put in this position to headline WrestleMania with Brock. And... Last week, he got squashed by Daniel Bryan. <laughs> you're, you're saying it like he Slater's the best out of the three. I'm not saying that. He's I'm not. not saying that at all. But, man, you be he Slater and, and, and see that. Man, I got kids. Uh, uh, Jim, Jim, uh, Drew, Drew. Okay, I'll go get squashed by Daniel Bryan. I mean, now. even Hornswoggle was like in a movie, you know? <laughs> like, he, he Slater can't catch a break. He's gonna hit the gym, I guess. That's what Ginger did. Yeah, at the gym. Stop. <laughs> I mean, he was on a radio show and he was just like, how his diet is super strict and his like workout regimen is crazy. For Ginger? Yeah. Yeah. You ever watch him work out? Yeah. Nuts. Not in person, but obviously. Like, yeah. Nuts. It's, I watched the video where he was working out. Like, there's a reason why he's super vascular. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, there's a reason why he's super vascular. Insane. <laughs> So, uh, the last thing that I would actually like to talk about, the last two things I'd like to talk about is uh, Angel Garza versus Humberto Carrillo, as <laughs> they like to call him on Raw. And for me, was the best match of the night. A match so good that they had to redo it at Super Showdown with the same result. Garza winning. What happens when when 
until it comes back. Oh, I told you this earlier this week. They're going to have uh, Los Angrobo Blah Blahs come back, <laughs> and, and they're going to have their um, uh, their Mexican stable. Los Ingobernables of WWE. No, just Ingobernables Blah Blahs. That's it. No, because that's that AAA owns that. Oh, they do own it. I think so. Yeah. Is there there is there still an Ingobernables Blah Blah Blahs? I'm not sure. To be honest, I'm not, I could be wrong. But I know he created it there. Yeah. And then. Naito took LAJ yeah. to Japan. So it could be in global blah blah's like NA. And global blah I want to say it the way you say it because I'm changing it up every time. And global blah 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 blah's of America? No, never mind. That sounds horrible. I don't like. Yeah, you know what? You're, you're They're more to. They're, they're more likely going to put him in the LWO. Exactly, in the LWO. Imagine Los Ingobernables de los Estados Unidos de América. <laughs> That's a mad <laughs> L.I. de USA. <laughs> and then, just, like, you, you had Tom Phillips. Uh, the Ingobernables <laughs> of America. Calisto. That's not right. <laughs> Welcome to the Latino division of WWE. Or everyone's in Lucha House Party. <laughs> everyone's in Lucha House Party. Oh, my God. The la- the last thing that I want to talk about is uh, a two-parter. Part one. Part one is what happened this week's Raw, where the OC's in the back, mm-hmm. and they're kind of having a, 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 a spat because... Luke Gallows lost to Rakakit. <laughs> and Alistair Black is just walking by, you know, mm-hmm. in the middle of their, 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 their segment. And AJ takes it upon himself to quote the, the official club's anthem, the official, the only, the... Original? Ori- the original... I don't remember the stupid saying. The original... The official, the, official the original, original, the, the only, only club, club that, that matters. The OC. And Black doesn't say anything. I'm going to play California from the OC TV show. And I, and I don't remember, because they're both bald, if Luke Gallows or Carl Anderson attacked. <laughs> That's the only thing they have in common, is that they're both bald. Yeah, the one's short, one's tall. But one's short, one's tall. I don't one remember. is jacked with ribs, the other one has a gut. One wears a singlet under his tights, the other one just wears tights. One has a doctorate. <laughs> the other one owns a machine gun. <laughs> one has a Asian hot wife, quote-unquote, and the other one is Festus. Oh, Festus. <laughs> I love, like that, I like that. That's... You weren't around for that either. I was, so. yo. I mean, I did a lot of backtracking. So, uh, I was going to call him Festus. <laughs> so, Luke Gallows or Carl Anderson attacks Alistair, and the OC jumps Alistair Black, who comes out later in the night. Has a match with Rowan. Kind of, like, banged up. Has yeah. a match with Rowan. Beats him with the black mask. I did like that he was signing the injuries the entire match. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like that storytelling. Yeah. Alistair Black knows how to storytell. Yeah. Vince is probably like, "Why is he limping?" I <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting two matches next week, which have show stealing potential. 
at least for sure. We're getting a tag team match with Angel Garza and Andrade taking on Rey Mysterio and Humberto Carrillo, should which be. should be a very good match. Oh, God, I gotta stay awake. I gotta stay awake. If stay they awake. give them like ten minutes, yeah, because they don't need that much time. With and those he, four guys, they don't need the that thing. much time. Here's 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 the thing I didn't mention from Super Showdown. Garza beats Carrillo, and you see like Carrillo just going nuts in his mind, like. What do I need to do to beat him? Like, Ooh. how do I keep losing to these guys? I think if they're going to do this, the stable, you have heel turn coming. Heel turn coming. God, it can't be your cop out for everything. Not you, but WWE. Just mm-hmm. man, if a baby face doesn't get over in like three weeks, turn you know, a meal. Turn a meal. Turn a meal. Or have him join Lucha House Party. <laughs> At some point, you have, like, three faces in a, in a locker room of 20 heels. Like, I don't know. And this match can main event a pay-per-view, in my opinion. They'll never do it. Oh, God. But AJ Styles versus Aleister Black. This is why I was confused by Thursday. Because this happened on Monday. So this yes. Is obviously, it was before Thursday. So, the, the AJ-Undertaker match was rumored and on that released... Uh, bill for WrestleMania, and then once that got released, WWE quote unquote was scrambling and redoing the rebooking the whole show. Mm-hmm. Then this happens on Monday, and my brother calls me immediately, and we start geeking out because naturally we're thinking, "Oh my God, we're getting black for Styles uh, and Styles for WrestleMania." Exactly. And I tell him, I was like, "All we need is." They're not going to give them more than 20, but 15 to 20 minutes of these two at WrestleMania. Give me 12 to 15. And oh my God, I promise you it'll be amazing. No. Instead, we're going to get AJ, who's not really good at promos, and Mr. Rest in Peace come out, not say a word, and that's it. So they're just going to do a one-off? Yeah. Why? It's... No. If they have a one-off on Raw, it's going to be a seven-minute match that does nothing for anybody. Welcome to WWE, man. Black isn't doing anything. Happy birthday, William. Sorry your birthday's so crappy. <laughs> Listen, I had a banger episode of Dynamite happen on my birthday, so... Yeah. Can't complain about that. I just... I don't get it. I don't get it. You have two guys who I promise you will put on a barn burner of a match. Let them do it at WrestleMania. No, no. You have a one-off seven-minute match on Raw so that AJ can work Taker at Mania and then have Taker go over. Clean, too. You want to you want, you want get to something that's a little bit more interesting? A lot more interesting? Please. The Wednesday Night Wars? Oh, my God. They're good. You should be at least one half of the Wednesday Night Wars? <laughs> Let's start with the ratings. As we usually do. As as we tend to do so on this show. For the quadrillionth week in a row, AEW has defeated NXT in the ratings. Now, they both have taken a bit of a dip, but Dynamite had an average 865,000 viewers, while NXT had an average 717,000. So about 150,000 
viewers roughly more for AEW than for NXT. Now, the big story is, every week, despite the fact that Dynamite would win the average viewership and the majority of the demographics, there was always one demo that they would lose. And that was the Over 50 demo. The Over 50 demo went to WWE NXT without fail since day one. Not today. For the first time, Dynamite clean sweep of every demo for the ratings this week. And why? Because they put on an excellent go-home show, and NXT put out a wet fart. You know what's funny is that they put on a good a good go-home show, but did nothing to help, like, still build, like, uh, you know what? That's not true. Everything they did was to build a revolution. They did and they didn't. Pac versus Omega to open the night. Okay. That was just for the sake of having a No, you know match. what? I'm wrong. I am wrong again. Up Pac versus uh, Cassidy. No, but I don't even care about that. Okay. What I'm talking about is you had AEW open Dynamite with Kenny Omega taking on Pac in a 30-minute Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. The bastard Pac comes out first. Mm-hmm. The cleaner Kenny Omega comes out second. Flanked by... The Young Bucks. Ooh. Who... He faces this Saturday night at AEW's Revolution mm-hmm. for the tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Can't help but notice, no Hangman Page. Because this was the original version of the Elite. So, what happens? <clears throat> Pac and uh, Kenny Omega put on <clears throat> a classic. Spots. Hard hits, disqualifications, overtimes. The Bucks basically, hey, I know we're, f- we're facing each other on Saturday, but we're still friends. He's being attacked with the chair. We got to stop. They got to yeah. throw water on him. They got to make sure he's okay. Yeah. They they were being, they, were, they weren't uh, an pretty, afterthought in this match. They right. were very involved in this match. Right. But not in, like, a cheating heel way. No, no, it was just, like... It was just to, to, for the fans to almost reinforce the idea, hey, don't forget, these guys are really good friends. They're, like, best friends. Not the best friends, but they're, like, best friends. And then that's going to feed into the uh, a segment that we see later on in the show. So, some spots that we get from Omega Pac is <sighs> things you don't see every day. For example, let, 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 let's build. I'll say Falcon Arrow off the apron to the mat. I thought we were going to build in order, but I guess No, no, no I'm talking about build in, in like, OMG-ness. Okay, but it's all subjective. Like, I mean... No. <laughs> no. The, av- the, 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 the avalanche the, the is, BB better than, is, 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 is better than the, the shooting star press? I think so. Mm, we're talking about a shooting star we're talking about a shoe star press from the outside to, through the table. We're talking about a top, a second rope brain. Top, no, it wasn't. That was top rope. It was top. That was top. We're talking rope. about a top rope. Be- and you want to say this? Come on, son. 
I can watch a shooting star press by any promotion right now. Maybe you know, not through a table, but come on, man. When was the last time you saw a top rope brain buster? Hmm. All right. So, anyway, there, there's there's much debate here, but I'm gonna go with. Granted, so, I'm biased because I love the brain buster. I'm gonna go off and say that the Bra- Avalanche brain buster is, is not for me. Is not the top move. Okay. It was a. Okay. It was perfectly executed. Oh, so good. The absolute cradle. Mm. Cradling of Kenny's neck like a baby. Perfectly safe. By Pac. But still looked like it wasn't. And that's the key to a brain Well, buster. one, it was the 100% completion execution. Mm-hmm. Kenny's selling of the move mm-hmm. helped, like, oh, this is nuts. Pac getting uh, snake eyes on the top rope where he's too far forward that it looks like he hits his face mm-hmm. on the, the metal post in the back as opposed mm-hmm. to just the turnbuckle mm-hmm. a shooting star press from the from the top rope where Pac looked super shaky legged yeah he was having a hard time getting stabilized up on that top rope does the shooting star press and almost misses the table almost misses him kinda gets him Man. gets hit in the face with the table by right. yeah by, by sheer just you know velocity mm-hmm. And for me, I was just like, look at the storytelling. These men are doing everything possible to one another, mm-hmm. cannot secure a three count. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are they going to do? What does Pac do? But starts searching around for a chair and hits Kenny Flush, gets himself disqualified. Mm-hmm. Now, they, they were stressing this. So f- After every fall... There will be a 30-second break. Mm-hmm. After that break, time will resume again. Mm-hmm. So what does this do? Pac hits him, gets himself disqualified, attacks Kenny again with the chair. The Bucks come in, stop the uh, the onslaught. They get the, the chair out of the ring. They're throwing water on, on, on Kenny. Pac attacks him, hits him with the black arrow. One, two, three. Pac picks up a pin. We're 1-1. One, one. And it only makes sense that after being attacked with the chair, he can't, you immediately yeah. go for the black arrow and you're going to get a pinfall. It makes sense. The match continues. And you're getting down the card now. Because I think the first actual pinfall, not the disqualification, came, oh, they were like a minute apart. But at like that twelve to ten minute mark, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you're like, damn, there's ten minutes left. These guys have been going at it for twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. One of two things are gonna happen: they're gonna WWE it, and they're just gonna start chain pinning each other, and they're gonna like boost their 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 numbers, or one's gonna get a pinfall, or they're gonna go into overtime. Mm. I'm glad they didn't go the route. Of like a three to four pinfall victory. Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm very glad that because uh, you're two guys who have half an hour match on a regular basis, and it's a one pinfall. So you're suddenly gonna eat three pins in a matter of half an hour. Doesn't make any sense. After beating the hell out of each other for twenty minutes. Yeah. No, that's not gonna happen. That's an issue that I always have with WWE's Iron Man matches. That they always book them the same way. Where like, 
the same, let's say you AJ Styles, who can have a half an hour match, and it takes everything for him to eat one pinfall, will suddenly take three in the matter of ten minutes. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But they I, did not do that here. That's why I like a, 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 a an hour-long Iron Man match. I agree. But obviously you can't do that when you have a two-hour show. show. show yeah. So, I think Pac had Omega in the Brutalizer for about a minute and a half. Yeah, man. But you know what, but it, what was great about the way they did this... Is that they were jostling for position. It that, wasn't just a minute straight. No. Because then that weakens the, the validity of the move. Because then, then, oh, he can hold it for an hour and he's not going to tap. That it can, not only that, but it's like, hey, I thought they were talking about referee's discretion. Like, if Kenny's not... Too moving or if he's like if there's no way look at Darby Allen. Darby Allen had to they had to stop the match because Darby Allen was handcuffed. He couldn't tap out and mm-hmm. he wasn't going to tap mm-hmm. out. Referee's discretion. Kenny and, and Pac were jostling for he's in the brutalizer. He's out of the brutalizer but he's still in the hole technically. He and rolls then, over once <sighs> then the second time he breaks free and they're having a battle like they're they're using strength to try and break out of it but then he falls into it again he rolls over a second time he gets into a, a pinning he gets a pocket to a pinning predicament so they, they're moving the entire there's movement there's progression in that one hold they're still moving the story along so it's not just a minute of the brutalizer yeah it's a minute of man this thing is caught in this anaconda's grip and is trying to get out so it doesn't die and and the last 10 seconds of the match, Kenny, Kenny's l- looking like he's about he's to fading, pass out. Like he's fading, he looks yep. like he's about to fade. And you get three, two, two one. one. The ref breaks them. Mm-hmm. Pac releases the brutalizer. Kenny's just laying there and just like... Pac is furious. Okay. Now, this is where a lot of the uh, IWC is split. 50-50. Where... Thrill thinks mm-hmm. that they should have gone to overtime. Mm-hmm. I think they shouldn't have. I think they should have ended it at a 1 1 tie. Okay. This is their rubber match. Mm-hmm. You're 1 1 right now. Mm-hmm. You have. No. Is it 1 1 or 2 1? I don't remember. No. 2, two 1. I, I don't remember. Let, let, for argument's sake, let's call it 1 1. Sure. <clears throat> You're one one. Your Iron Man match. You go to overtime. You're still one one. Mm-hmm. You need a fourth match. You don't. You don't necessarily need that fourth match now. Mm-hmm. Especially because the way that the overtime ended, it was, pr- it was relatively it was quickly. Yeah. It was like, if I'm not mistaken, it was like, like V trigger one wing angel one wing angel one two three basically. I don't need that. If you're not going to have, like, another 10-minute overtime match, don't have overtime. I could have had another 10 minutes of this match. That's how good it was. Sure. Agreed. But then you're cutting into... Other people's time on the show. If we're looking at the the match card, you know, there was Jurassic Express versus the Inner Circle and in six-man tag. Okay. The four women's... In a... Four, four, a fatal four-way mm-hmm. with the women's. Okay. I, I don't need it, you know? Like, I, I would have had a 10-minute... Like, you can cut both both of those matches by a couple of minutes and add that to Kenny versus Pac. Mm-hmm. But then you have, like, you know, your your WWE marks. 
oh, of course they're going to give Kenny and Pac um, uh, more time because there are other rosters weak in terms of wrestlers and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so what? Mm-hmm. This has potential to be a five-star match. Mm-hmm. Give me a five-star ending. Don't give me a one-two-three ending. I'm sorry. I but you were telling, you were saying to me that you thought it should have ended in a draw to no. preserve both of them. Yes. So this is where I disagree adamantly. That's that WWE fifty-fifty booking logic. They don't have to be on equal footing. You can accept that one is above the other. And Kenny is above Pac, as he should be, as he is in terms of an overall professional wrestler. So why not have him win, first of all? Secondly, just in terms of overtime at on a, a, an Iron Man match, there's a reason why the NBA doesn't do ties. There's a reason why the MLB doesn't do ties. The NHL don't do ties. I don't know why the anymore. NFL, anymore. I don't know why the NFL does. No one likes a draw or a tie. No one likes really to to work really, hard. Really, really. Yes. Boxing, MMA, these yes. sports that they're supposed to be mimicking in terms yes. of like they're not mimicking. They're taking from they're not these mimicking. things that draws. I, I I imagine that for a reason. And I understand that they have drawers draws drawers. But even then, as a fan. Do you like seeing a fight end in a draw? Depends. I would never. I to me, you put in all on the athlete side. You put in all that time and effort into a two and a half hour game, or into a fifteen minute fight, or into a forty five minute fight, whatever it is. And then at the end of the day, you just nobody wins. Like nah, man, give me a winner. Someone's got to win. Can't be made. Someone's got to win. Sometimes that's better than not. I disagree. I think you gotta you gotta look at and say this person was better, or let them earn a chance to be better. And, and that's why you have another match. That's why you have overtime. No. That's why you have an overtime in an Iron Man match. Let someone come out and earn the W. In combat sports, there's no such thing as overtime. But you... this isn't combat sports. Professional wrestling. It's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of theater. It's a little bit of combat sports. It's a little bit of acting. It's a it's little bit little, of, it's little of gymnastics. It's a little bit of everything. It's not a little bit of hockey. It's not a little bit of basketball. It's not a little bit of baseball. Um, it's a little bit of hockey. They fight. Hockey's not the be-all and end-all in, in the actual sport. Uh, to me, it is. Oh, you mean fighting. You said hockey is not the be-all and end-all of the sport. I mean, yeah. No, no, you're right. So. I, I understand. It was a joke. I, I mean, there are ties in, in combat sports. I understand that. If you're trying to take things from combat sports, i.e. the weigh-in, which, again, you and I are split on this. Mm-hmm. You thought it was good. I thought it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Especially because it, it that, if anything, felt like WWE. What? Where it was like, all right. WWE would never do a weigh-in. No, but it went the route of WWE as in one... Chris Jericho is always going to be entertaining. doesn't matter what he does. Mm-hmm. Him having uh, the inner circle come out in the Painmaker Posse tracksuits. Amazing. Coming out like the Gracies in uh, UFC 1. All holding each other. Yeah, running yeah, down to yeah. the ring. Hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. It's brilliant. But then you have 
this guy, I don't know who he was. I don't know. Doing like the worst job. Jericho at, alluded at, at to selling him being with WCW, but don't I remember never, WCW. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing this guy in my life. And he did not do a good job at selling this one the way in. He doesn't have a good voice. To the match in general. He does not have a good voice at all for announcing. It's like they picked somebody up from off the street and yeah. was like, hey, do this real quick. For sure. That was my biggest gripe with the whole way in. Was, I thought that announcer was junk. That and that Chris Jericho actually never weighed in. Here's 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 the thing, and I, and I will say this about the way in. The concept of them having a way in is ridiculous. Yes. Especially when they made a point... There's no weight classes. Exactly. They they specifically made a point to have their top title called the AEW World Championship because they did not want to have the word the world the word heavyweight in there. Just in case Marco Stubb became AEW champion. <sighs> And that's when you jump the shark. <laughs> <laughs> Manny Clash hates Marco Stunt. I'm not a fan of Marco Stunt. Me and him, I hate him. I don't hate him, but I, I don't. I really think he brings down Jurassic Express a lot. I think he brings down AEW a lot. Oh boy, that's rough. <laughs> but that's my issue with the way in. The way it actually was done, I enjoyed and I thought was great, especially because of the way it ended was everything that Attitude Era WWF used to do right. Where you can have seven different storylines that all kind of intertwine and have nothing to do with each other, but everything to do with each other. Where it's a Moxley and Jericho weigh-in, but because Moxley's... I mean, but because Jericho has the inner circle, when things break down, Dustin comes out because he's going after Jake Hager because he has... Hagar, because he has his own beef with him. Mm-hmm. And um, Darby Allen comes out to go after Sammy Guevara because he has his own beef with him. So you suddenly have three guys who are working together but not working together because they're all finding similar common causes that are not the same. To me, that's brilliant. And that's what I love about the way it ended. Plus the headbutt, the hard way headbutt from Moxley to Jericho that split them right to get stitches. Everything except for the fact that they had a weigh-in is what I enjoyed. The weigh-in itself is silly because you made a whole point to not have weight classes. So what's the point of the weigh-in? Because it doesn't matter. Exactly. It's not like in combat sports, you weigh in to make sure that you're both within the right weight for your class for that fight. Yes. Which could cause them to not be able to have a championship fight where it just becomes a exhibition fight because someone didn't make weight. That is the part that I understand and that I was like, this is silly. But the fact that it's original for for personal wrestling and because of how it was done, I enjoyed it. That's my take on it. In my opinion, it's dumb. You're going to have a weigh-in that doesn't actually end up in being a weigh-in. Mm-hmm. It, it's like... You could have a contract signing in WWE, mm-hmm. and you know it's going to end in a brawl. Right. I'm going into this weigh-in knowing full well they're not weighing in. They're just going to fight. Moxley weighed in. Yeah, 234. Well, 234, right? Uh, I was 237, but yeah. 
And the patch. The little mad jack. eye patch, man. I'm just... I'm just... If you're trying to separate yourself from WWE, but you're doing WWE-esque things... I don't think this is WWE-esque. I really don't. I, I, I beg to differ. I, I don't see that. I, a weigh-in is gimmicky as hell for a company that said they don't want weigh-ins. They, they, don't, they don't have weight classes. Again, that I agree with. But uh, it's different. To have... What's, what's the difference between having a weigh-in and a contract signing? One is a weigh-in and one's a contract signing. It, but it's the same concept. You have both guys who are supposed to be facing each other in the ring mm. to do a similar task that will end in, for the most part, a brawl. Mm-hmm. In UFC or in boxing or mixed martial arts or whatever you want to call it, they have a weigh-in and then they have the face-off. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to have your way in, fine. Do what you want to do, AEW. Have your way in, even though there's no weight classes. Then have them face off. Then you could have them kind of like jostle. But then that's too much like you're trying to copy the UFC. No, because it's just combat sports in general that face off. In, in sports, they don't face off, you know? Unless you're hockey. Hockey they do. Like a million times a day. It's like if you're trying to build this as like like legitimate sports, mm-hmm. have them have a face off. Or if not, don't have them have a weigh in. That's just that, that that's just that's just my thing. I get what you're saying. I, again, I could do like I'm not saying, oh my god, I love the way we gotta do it all the time. I'm saying I was entertained, I enjoyed it, and because it was something different. I was on board with it because uh, sometimes even the smallest thing that's different is better than the same. I've seen contract signings a million times. Even with someone on Raw, with someone on Raw, even even when and on SmackDown, even when AEW did their contract signing with Cody and Jericho, they did it differently, and so it felt fresh. You can have the same thing and have it feel fresh. So. And that aspect, maybe it could have gone back to the contract signing. I don't know. But to the fact that they decided, let's do something different. I'm all on board for it. Let's try something different. If it hits, it hits. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Okay. If they never do this again, cool. But they, they took a shot. I enjoyed it because of the outcome. Not necessarily because of the weigh-in factor. But I was like, this is different. This is cool. And then I enjoyed it at the end of the day. So I'm with it. Uh, I'll, I'll give you your... You can try something at least once. Yeah, it took a shot. For me, this failed. Don't do it again. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But then again, I'm nobody to them, and they're saying... No, you're everybody to them. This is not Vince McMahon and WWE. They care. That's why when the fans are complaining about the Bucks and the rest of the elite not being at the top of the card, all of a sudden, where's everybody? Well, you mentioned the Bucks. And the elite, and we were going to go to SmackDown because uh, I thought that we were done with the AEW, and I was like, you know what? No, we're not, because AEW and their booking and the booking that will the throw on myself, I might add, foreshadowed. We laid this out for y'all weeks, months ago. in advance, not months even ago. a month, months ago. And they're following it to a T. The young buck. 
to a T. Like it, it's like I'm a beautiful. fortune teller. It's beautiful. It's like, dare I say it? Profit? Oh no. AEW had their pre-recorded interview with the sit-down interview. Jim Ross, mm-hmm. the Bucks, Nick and Matt Jackson, and Hangman Adam Page, and Kenny Omega. Now I'm sitting here like, eh. We usually when, again, because we're so tortured by WWE, <laughs> we get like a backstage segment or a, a pre-recorded interview, and it's just like, eh, okay, like you get mm. nothing from it. Mm. Not this time, <laughs> right? This time they were like, "Hey, remember, like you know, we're we're all friends at the end of this. You know, you you guys are like you guys are family. You know, uh, these are my best friends in the world. You guys, you guys, you know, when the bell rings, we're still gonna shake hands no matter what. You guys, you know, uh, I see you guys more than my kids and my wife and this, and you guys hang out with my kids and you guys see my wife and this and blah 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 blah. All it's like, at the end of the day, we're still friends." Yeah, we want the same goal in mind. We want to be tag team champions, but we're still a family. We're still Ooh. the elite. And and th- so then, and the wording that he says that triggers um, Hangman is he goes, "We're on the elite, and the elite is bigger than this champion than these championships. The elite is bigger than AEW. It's bigger than everything else." And that's when Hangman loses it. He's like, "The what?" He's like, I tried leaving the elite weeks ago, months ago, and you guys wouldn't even listen to me. And so what I loved about this, so first of all, you can tell that these four guys and Jim Ross, before they went on camera, all they did was go, you know what you're trying to do here, right? You remember your, okay, cool, let's go. Because it felt natural and organic. And Kenny, Kenny was perfect because he didn't really say much Mm -hmm. to... Because he didn't want to be in the middle. Because he didn't want to back Nick and Matt... But he didn't also want to, like, alienate Hangman. Of course. So, uh, I don't remember if it was Nick or Matt, but it was just like, um, when we plucked you from obscurity obscurity and ROH, you were jobbing out, we put you in the Bullet Club, you were a nobody before us. After everything we did for you, blah, 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 man. And I'm just like, ooh, they're cutting deep right Mm -hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm afraid of is, again, Revolutions this Saturday. Mm-hmm. I would have much rather them progressed this story a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But because they're not doing monthly pay-per-views, they're kind of like, they can't. Mm-hmm. So we may be getting a, a finale to... Well, like we said, we think, like what you and I discussed, this will be the title change now is going to set up Kenny versus Hangman at Double or Nothing. Yeah, but... Yeah, you know that's fine. Uh, we've spoken about that enough to I don't, yeah. we don't have to go over it again. But it was, and what I love is that like you and I have had this argument about BTE. Yeah, uh, like you know I enjoy watching it. It hasn't been as good lately. Um, they've kind of gone back to focusing on the vlog stuff versus the like skits that they used to do, mm-hmm. which I think is fine, whatever. Um, but an argument that like you and I used to have would be you know. Why are you putting stuff on BTE that is going to pertain to Dynamite? Mm-hmm. They should not. It's like supplemental viewing that you shouldn't have to do. And this interview took that away. 
Yeah. Because anything and everything that you may have missed in BTE, they gave it to you in this interview. Yeah. Where Hangman said, I tried to leave and you guys didn't listen to me. That was an episode of BTE months ago. Mm-hmm. You didn't catch it? Well, now you know what happened. Yeah. You know, all of these like little things that, that mentioned that may or may not have happened on BTE, all out in the interview. Yeah. So, I thought it was great. And then... They touched on the on the on Hangman having his drink, where they're like, "Oh, did you really have to bring a drink to the interview?" Blah, he's blah, like, "I'm blah. thirsty." <laughs> he goes, "I'm thirsty," and then he's like, "I'm done with my drink, so I'm done with this interview." And he got up and left. He and said, "My drink is empty." Um, I'm, so I'm done with my drink. That means I'm done with this interview. Right. And they're like, "You're just gonna leave?" Um, he's like, "Come on, we have a match to sell," and I'm like, "God, it's so like little things, little things like like acknowledging." That you're trying to promote a match for a pay-per-view. Like, I don't know. I... For that, it's kind of like pulling the curtain back a right, little bit. exactly. But not too much. Yeah. You know? Because let's be real. That's what that's what wrestling is. You're trying to... You're constantly trying to promote someone to buy the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. That's what you're making your bucks at. Pun very much intended. They're young bucks. <laughs> so I, 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 I thought the interview was, was very well done. Yeah. And so, and and it, just like everything else on the show, it helped to progress to Revolution. Mm-hmm. It helped to further promote Revolution. And just in case you didn't know what matches were coming, you know what to expect now. And if you don't know what matches are coming, stay tuned. For predictions. Let's move to SmackDown real quick, because... Right, let's do this, let's do this. We oh, have... Oh, you're talking about NXT? I'm sorry? <laughs> In our notes... You have very clearly put NXT was uneventful. It was so lame. The matches were so dud matches. It was like the Unforgotten the Forgotten Sons versus the Grizzled Young Vets. I don't care. Uh, uh, when I was watching Pog versus Omega and went to commercial, I switched to NXT and saw Dominic Dijakovic coming out, and I was like, pass. And went right back to NXT. I like Dominic Dijakovic, but it depends on who he's wrestling. And I forgot who he's wrestling this week, and I was like, yep, yeah, nope, don't care. Champa versus Austin Theory, man, get get off my TV screen. Put something worth putting on. And the main event was Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. So go away, go all the way away. I just, go away. I'm done. With NXT this week, trash. Let's see. Are you Moving gonna, on to SmackDown. Are you gonna run us through SmackDown real quick. So SmackDown. Uh, oh, oh God, SmackDown opens with with Oldberg coming down to the ring with his championship. And he's like, it's not about who I beat. <coughs> it's not about who it was. It's about who's next. And so then the big dog's music hits. He saunters down to the ring. Saunters. He's grilling Goldberg. They practically are nose to nose. And then he goes, I'm next. Mike Drop walks out. I was like, oh my god, you could not... This is the worst possible way to do this. Fine. That's all it was. At the, at the time, that's all this was. We had uh, Ms. Uh, Ms. Morrison come out to do this whole wibbly-dibbly. Turns out they're going to be a limited chamber defending their title in the chamber match versus... Hold on. I did not watch SmackDown. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, there's going to be a chamber match. And I'm like... And you were able to name five out of the six 
tag teams in the match without looking, without anything. No, I named all six, but it took me seven tries to name <laughs> all, all, all six teams. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, all right, so the Miz and Morrison, mm-hmm. like the New Day. Right. Uh, who else? I now have to actually look at the list. Oh, uh, you're going to look this time? Well, well I, I, give me some credit, man. I freaking... Oh, look, I, I, I did. I gave you plenty of credit. Uh, Rude and Ziggler, mm-hmm. the Usos, Heavy Machinery, and I'm like, what's another team on SmackDown? Duh. The Revival. Mm-hmm. You're like, no. And I was like, no? Is there any other team on SmackDown? The B team? No. Hmm. I didn't guess the B team because I'm not dumb. I was like, who were they? Who was in a fatal four way last me last week? Lucha House Party. <coughs> so Lucha House Party was yeah. the last team. Yeah. And I it took me seven tries, but I uh, uh, one extra try. I mean, you, you mentioned B team and Curtis Axel was on the show. That was bad enough. Oof. Yeah. He was he's later. He dropped to Dana Ryan. Oh. Yeah. What, is he just going through the Nexus and uh, <laughs> jobbing out his old, like, stable mates? He's going to call Ryback? Oof. What was, the, what was his name? Skip Sheffield, right? Yeah. Skip Sheffield. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the show really was, was another one. Didn't really... They set up the women's match, which... Um, who was it came up? It was Bailey versus Naomi, originally supposed to be. And Bailey was like, no, I'm not doing this. I just did this yesterday. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. And so then she's like, you're going to face somebody else. And it was Sasha Banks making her return. Sasha comes out. They start beating on Naomi. And then Lacey Evans comes out. That's her name, right? Lacey Evans? Yeah. Yeah. I, for a second, I was like, did I get that name wrong? She comes out. And then right there on the spot, they're like, this is not going to be a tag team match. Oh, all right, cool. So I think that might be the fatal four match, the fatal four way match we get at WrestleMania for the SmackDown Women's Title. Okay. Sasha, Lacey, Naomi, Bailey. So uh, just change out Sasha Carmella. from Carmella and yeah. like that was it. Yeah. Whack. All right. You want to finish out the last two big pieces of news that we're getting? No, I don't because I don't want this to be a real thing. Oh, it is. So halfway during the show. It is, Daddy. Halfway during the show, they're like, well, it's official. At WrestleMania, it's going to be Goldberg versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. I said, really? No build, no heat, no earning, no nothing. All you had to say is, I'm next. That's all you had to You got to be the first one to say, I'm next. You get a title shot? Matt Riddle's been saying, I'm next on Twitter for months. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Matt Riddle's Universal Championship match? This is ridiculous. This is the worst possible way to set this match up. Granted, because you don't know how to time anything properly, you have five weeks to do this. But this is how you do this? You have Chamber next week, and then you have four weeks to Mania after that. And you don't even make Roman Reigns earn it? You don't put him in a chamber match? Well, there or was, in a singles match? In Philadelphia, there was advertisements for a chamber match with six guys, and Roman was one of them. It was and, a Roman Reigns invasion, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was, winner gets a championship match at, at, at uh, WrestleMania. I guess because that match card, like the potential match card got leaked. Yeah. 
they were scrambling and they're like, hey, we're not doing The Fiend and Roman anymore. We're doing the Roman th- uh, and Goldberg. Roman and Goldberg. The... What was I going to say? Oh, did, did I mention to you on air or off air about um, the, the possible right way of doing this for Roman? The scapegoat theory. Yeah, yeah, you, you did. That was off or on? On. Okay. So I don't have to mention it again. No. Okay. Well, how long have we been on? Are you... Oh. Yeah. yeah we've been on for a while. A little bit. Uh, so, yeah. And, uh, how do you... How How is one of your top belts going to be on WrestleMania with zero build? Not little build. Zero. <laughs> Miss Barrett? Zero, zero, zero build. He won yesterday, and all Roman had to do was say, I'm next. That's all it takes. Nonsense. Pure nonsense. All it takes. And then, for the last three weeks, they've been hyping up that John Cena was going to be back on SmackDown, the show that, that made him. He comes on SmackDown at about 9.50. And he goes on and on. Because they're in Boston. This is my home, my family, my friends. I'm from blah, 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 Massachusetts, which is right here next to Boston. Yada, yada, womp, womp. He's like, WrestleMania is the biggest show of the year. Everyone in the back, you know, no one wants to miss WrestleMania. Everyone wants to be there. You know, I could probably say what I want and and it'll happen, but... That's not the right way to do it. I'm going to do things the right way. So what is John Cena be doing at WrestleMania? I think it's time that WrestleMania move on without John Cena. So it's not goodbye, but it's goodbye for now. I'm like, okay. Thanks for nothing, John. While he's choking up the entire time. As if he's a retirement speech. It's dumb. Shut up. Exactly. Shut up. He gets to the top of the stage as he's exiting. And all of a sudden, we get the, the wibbly-doos. The lights start... The fiend comes out. And what does the fiend do? The fiend. Again, talking about the fiend here. He points at the mother-bleeping sign. He points at the sign? The fiend? The Fiend points at the sign? Didn't you lose at WrestleMania to John Cena? You want to lose twice? How is it in The Fiend's character to point at the WrestleMania sign as a way of issuing a challenge? This guy's supposed to be like a pseudo-satanic, psychotic, like, monster kind of a guy. And he's pointing at the sign? And Cena accepts. And so that's what we're going to do at WrestleMania. We're going to have Cena and The Fiend. Because, why not? And that's how SmackDown went off the air. And boy, was I happy that I happened to be playing God of War. Because I got to kill stuff. <laughs> pointed at the sign. The Fiend. The Fiend of all people pointed at the sign. You haven't earned that. <laughs> Can you imagine Stone Cold pointing at the sign? No. 
The Undertaker putting out the sign? He's done it before. When? Uh, uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, around that. that, that really? Thing. Yeah, I think so. Dog. Taker's better than that. There's certain characters that don't do stupid stuff. Like pointing at the friggin' sign. Which, by the way, I don't know I why this I, pointing at the sign is a, I don't understand why it's a thing. The promo work from Bray Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse should be fantastic, though. With John Cena. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? It's stupid. It's going to be a lame seven-minute match. He's going to win seven because... Minutes. No, it's not. You think they're going to give Bray and Cena more than seven minutes? They gave Goldberg and Bray three minutes. You're getting five minutes max. Dan's like, F you, pay me. Excuse me, now it's AA, pay me. Stop. Okay. Let's 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 close out our night with some predictions. Predictions for AEW's Revolution. Live from hold on, you're downtown st- Chicago. There you go. Downtown Chicago. Illinois. Actually, downtown Chicago. I looked it up. There are eight matches on the card. That I could have gone to easily. <laughs> One pre-show match. Seven main card. Let's go through our pre-show and then let's go from 8 to 1. 8 to 1. I'll start us off with the pre-show. SoCal Uncensored SCUs. SCU. Frank Kazarian and Scorpio Sky along with Christopher Daniels taking on the Dark Order's Evil Uno and Kratos. I mean Stu Grayson. Who will be along with Alex Reynolds and John Long, Long John Silver. But um Now is I, this the debut of the Exalted One? No. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Why? Matt Hardy's contract expires March first. Mm-hmm. It is February 29th. A day early? WWE is not letting him out a day early. Plus, does he have the non-compete clause? The 90-day no-TV compete clause? Which most of them do nowadays? Mm. I don't know. The Dark Order wins this, though. <sighs> Boo. They need to. Boo, Dark Order, boo. Yeah, the Dark Order needs to win this. I agree. Unless SCU wins and the Exalted One's pissed off with them. But the problem is... And that's what makes him finally come out? Yes. It was me all along, Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine it's Vince. Oh, my God. No, I don't want to imagine it's Vince. I'd cry. I think I'd legitimately cry. I'm going to stick with the Dark Order. Yeah, yeah, and it's smart because they're gonna get booed to holy hell when they win. Yeah, yeah. Next up, which I think should be the opener, to be honest, the bastard pack versus freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. I think Pac goes over it. Oh yeah, without a doubt. But I'm not going against Orange Cassidy. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I I know for a fact I'm eating this loss, and I will love it no matter what. I love Orange Cassidy. It's great. It's great. 
I'm getting me an Orange Cassidy shirt. You should. I'm going to get me as many Orange Cassidy shirts. You should be Orange Cassidy for Halloween. I want to. Uh, it's it's pretty easy. White basketball shoes, denim jeans, and denim jacket, white t-shirt, sunglasses. Yeah, I said the aviators. I can use, like, Amanda's aviators. I'm just going to make sure you... Into the pocket. So, our next match, we have the AEW Women's World Championship, the Native Beasts, Nyla Rose versus... The Alien. The Alien. Chris Statlander. Nyla Rose is not... Oh, Nyla Rose didn't drop that belt anytime soon. She's not beating Riho to drop the belt to Statlander. Fact. Nyla Rose... Agreed. Easy. Simple like a pimple. Now we're getting into what I think is some of the more shaky territory. Yes. Darby Allen versus Sami Guevara. I'm going to go Darby. Only because he's returning from injury. So you want to make sure you keep it like you know, you want to keep that 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 boulder going up the mountain. Um, I think uh, Sammy wins because has he won a singles match? <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's due for one. Yeah, but as long as he's in the inner circle, he doesn't really need to win matches. You know. No, you know what. He, hmm. Remember, Darby, Darby's hot. He gets pops. He gets some of the loudest pops out of everyone on this roster right now. I'm going to Guevara still. Okay. Okay. Because I feel like we're going to be together on the last, like, we're going to have similar views on the okay. last four matches. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, st- I'll stick with Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Spanish God. Okay. Oh, that's me next. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, why isn't he saying anything? So the next match is The Natural, Dustin Rhodes, taking on Jake Hagar. I mean, is it not obvious that Hagar's going to win? It has to be Hagar. <laughs> Jake has Hagar to has Hagar. to win? Yeah. yeah. Easy. Yeah, okay, good. Oof. Next for the tag titles, the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Defending champions, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Versus the Bucks of Youth, Matt and Nick Jackson. This is the no-brainer. I'm 100%. It's got to be the Bucks. It's got to be the Bucks? It's got to be the Bucks. The Bucks. It's got to be the Bucks. Nick and Matt Jackson. It's going to be so good. It's not just going to be so good. I think... In my opinion, the next match should be has to be the penultimate match. Oh, for sure. No, oh, yeah, yeah. The main event is the main event. This has to go on second to last. Yeah. Although, knowing Cody, it might go on second. No. First or second. Third. Cody likes to be backstage for a lot of the show, so he goes on first or second, so he mm. can be at the, you know, at the table. Okay. Yeah. And that's why he opens a lot of shows. Yeah. Gets his match out of the way. So let's move to it. <laughs> MJF <laughs> with Wardlow taking on Cody with... Double A, the enforcer. The best spine buster in the business, baby. Arn Anderson. MJF has to win this. You think so? Cody's going to lose two pay-per-view matches in a row? He doesn't need to win. He's building MJF. Then where does Cody go from here? You can continue this feud. 
all the way to double or nothing? Absolutely. You could have Cody trying to 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 beat him again, and MJ saying, "I don't have anything to prove to you. I'm on to the." He could build Belichick. Uh, we're we're on to the AEW Championship. Like that simple. My only issue with that is MJF just made Cody go through the ringer for this one match. Mm-hmm. If you were gonna do MJF win and then Cody beg for a rematch, that's when you should have done the stipulations and all this extra stuff. So then you have MJF beaten... MJF has no reason to give Cody a rematch if he beats him. Well, he has no reason whatsoever. Put him in a small program with Dustin. MJF? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm picking MJF. I just can't see where they go after this if MJF wins. I'm going to go Cody. Ooh. Because I think MJF can actually use this to fuel his heel persona. Mm-hmm. How? Cody wins, and MJF can do everything to downplay the win. You only beat me because of blah, blah, blah. You know, you, whatever whatever reason, however, is that Cody wins, MJF is just going to, you know, invalidate it. As he moves on to the next program, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. As Cody moves on to the next program, whatever that is. Because so far what we've seen from AEW is they go program by program, pay-per-view to pay-per-view. We haven't had one cross two pay-per-views yet. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know that they're going to do that here. Yeah. So if this is going to be the end, and then maybe Cody moves on to, um, moves back around full circle to, well, what's his face? To Sean Spears. Oh, but that's so long ago. They never really resolved that. And then MJF can do other stuff. Because remember, we, the way they've been doing stuff is everything is is leads to the other. His feud with, with Jericho ended and started MJF because MJF ended that feud and started the feud all in the same night. Mm-hmm. So who and what can make Cody go into the next feud right after this? Sean Spears is the first thing that comes to my mind. So Sean Spears has to cause MJF, uh, Cody the match. Something like that. So then MJF should win. It's a fair point. Damn, I'm good. You know what? I'm I'm sticking with Cody. Okay. I'm going to stick with Cody. So, I don't know. Something about this, and you're probably right, and knowing Cody and MJF being young and wanting to put MJF over, logic says MJF. But something about my gut tells me Cody. Okay. Really should go with MJF. I'm single with Cody. I'm single with Cody. I'm single with Cody. Single with Cody. Can't back out now. I'm 30 years old. No more decisiveness. The main event Chris Jericho versus John Moxley. No. John Moxley! There you go. For the AEW World Championship. I have a default. I, I can't do anything about it. I have to pick Jericho. I will not be surprised if Moxley wins this. No way! I will not be surprised if Moxley wins this. But I will be wearing my little bit of the bubbly shirt tomorrow. I am not going against Chris Jericho. Yeah. Again, I 
fully expect John Moxley to win, but I'm going Chris Jericho. And then what are they doing after that? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Jericho tries to get the belt back. Jericho, Jericho's going to drop it in a big way. I don't know. Although Cody did say in an interview, someone asked him, what's going to be your WrestleMania? And he said that the way this feels, that he feels like it could be revolution. Which to me is dope that it'd be on the time of my birthday. Um, also, it would be... Um, their whole catchphrase was, this is a revolution. Right. So... Well, it works. Yeah. As of right now, the only slates they have are All Out and Double or Nothing. So, I'm down with Revolution being their, their main squeeze. So, yeah. So, that wraps up our predictiones. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean we can't talk about the fact that in wrestling... Professional wrestling. Professional wrestling. They're good seeds. And um, WWE's cases, there's some bad ones. <laughs> At the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, the garden, and the forest that is professional wrestling. I'm going to make this short and quick. Yeah? My good seed for the tell, week. That's what you tell them. <laughs> Why do this to me? Why? Why you hurt me like this? Meanie. Meanie Bobini. Um... I, I'm just going to make this super umbrella short and quick. AEW, good seed. WWE, bad seed. Um, okay. <laughs> just because Raw, Super Showdown, SmackDown, NXT, Raw wasn't, all trash. Raw wasn't bad. Super Showdown was trash. NXT was trash. SmackDown was trash. My bad seed, I told you this what, from Monday. You did. You did. I had my bad seed, and it's still my bad seed. Even after Goldberg? Even after Goldberg. Okay. Jim Ross was like the week before. Jerry the King Lawler is this week. <laughs> Stop with the three man stuff. Get rid of him. He's horrible. Yeah. He's not good. No, he's not. He's really, really bad. It's really bad. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. My good seed, AEW, man. Just killing the game right now, bro. Killing the absolute spit out of the game right Just now. Killing it. That's 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 that, those are my good seeds and bad seeds. Fair enough. Good seed and bad seed. Fair enough. It wasn't plural. Plural. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode. As always, you're listening to us on SoundCloud.com. Such grapples, apples, and grapples. The number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud? You can be on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play Music. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check us out on our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com. Slash grapples to apples as grapples the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. As always, I've been one of your hosts, the newly 30 year old, ill will the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because that's who I is. Joined by my hetero life mate. Man of the hour, man with the power, too sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise at the top, your boy. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow, tomorrow, this week, next week, mm-hmm. and every other week. Oh wow! Right. An apple a day. Bad wrestling. Bruce, love. You.